0: Support for today's show comes from Wave. Hey, are you tired of chasing down payments from your clients? I remember when I had my business consulting firm back in 2012, it was the bane of my existence. I hated having to chase down my clients to collect payment. It took me away from my actual business and doing the actual work that matters. This is why I'm excited to share with you Wave's easy-to-use invoicing software. You can customize your invoices, look professional, and get paid faster for your work. I like the sound of that. One of my favorite features is the reoccurring invoicing feature. This allows you to sit back, relax, or better yet, get back to doing what you love. Create your account at waveapps.com MBA and get started with 100% free and unlimited invoicing. That's waveapps.com MBA. hey Welcome to The $100 MBA Show, taking the confusion out of business every day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a company business training and community online. And today's episode is a Q&A Wednesday episode. On our Q&A Wednesday episodes, I answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you have a question you want to ask, just email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Pat, and Pat asks, I never seem to hit my goals. Am I setting my goals too high? I'm a freelance graphic designer and personal development junkie. I'm big on goal settings, and I set goals for myself every single month. But more often than not, I do not actually hit my goals. And it gets me asking, am I setting my goals too high? Thanks for your help, Omar. Love the podcast. Pat. Thanks, Pat. And thank you for submitting a great question for today's Q&A Wednesday. This is a very interesting question because goals are one of those things that we all want to achieve. We all want to get better, have a sense of accomplishment, especially when it comes to our business. But it can be very demotivating if we don't hit the goals that we set for ourselves month over month. So what do we do? Do we scrap goals altogether? Who do we chalk up the blame to for not hitting the goals? And how do we prevent this demotivation from happening on a consistent basis? That's what we're gonna cover in today's episode. We'll talk about how do you know if you're stretching too much or if maybe your implementation needs work or how to set several goals that you could try to achieve throughout the month. We get into all that and more, so let's get into it. Let's get down to business. So Pat asks, I never hit my goals. Am I setting my goals too high? One of the things I learned about goals is that in order for you to set realistic goals, goals that you can achieve that are a bit of a stretch, but can be achieved, you have to reverse engineer them. You have to actually figure out is it even possible? For example, if I set the goal that you know next month I want to have 3,000 new customers, but last month I had 10 customers, how am I going to make up that difference of 2,990 customers? How is that going to actually happen? How many customers do I need every day? How am I going to get those customers This will give me a better indication if this goal is far-fetched or actually doable. You got to reverse engineer the goal and you can't reverse engineer any goals without any metrics. What are you measuring this outcome, this goal against? You can't just say next month I want to have a bigger business. That just means maybe one more customer than last month, right? So be specific about the metric you're following about your goals, And then reverse engineer and find out, what do I need to do to hit that goal this month? Is that something that I can do? Is it something that I've done in the past or maybe uh, come close to and maybe can push myself a little bit more? What's my plan of execution? This is very important because if you're just setting goals out of thin air and just hoping that it's going to happen by a pure miracle, then you're asking for disappointment. But for example, let's say I have a fitness goal. And I want to be able to bench press 200 pounds. And let's say I bench press right now 160 pounds. So that means that I need to increase my weight at least by 10 pounds every week to hit that 200 mark. So if I'm going to work out four times a week, that means every time I work out, I got to add two and a half pounds to my bench to hit that mark. Is that doable? Can I actually do that? Can I, you know, bench press two and a half more pounds every time I work out this week? It sounds pretty doable. I think I can do it. It's not so far fetched. I'm not asking to bench press 400 pounds, right? It's doable. I have a breakdown. It sounds like something that I can achieve. But having said that, you need to set three different goals. And this is called good, better, better best. So in the bench press example, the best would be being able to bench press 200 pounds. A better goal, which is the medium goal, would be 180 pounds. And good would be maybe 175 or 170. I've increased my weight. It's not the 200. It's not the 180. But hey, it's a goal that I'm happy with because I'm making progress. So always set your goals with good, better, best results. Why? Because you might hit the good goal early. You might, hey, I got 10 more days in the month and I've already hit the good goal. Let me try to go for the better goal or maybe even the best. The other reason why you should set good, better, best goals is that if you are reaching the end of the month, there's a few more days and you're not even close to your good goal, you know you're setting them too high. You're not really setting realistic goals that have a game plan that actually can be implemented. This is what I love about good, better, best is because it allows you to really break down what is actually achievable and it's trackable because you can really quickly see are you setting it too high or even too low? What if you're hitting your best goal and you still have two weeks left in the month? You know you're not setting them ambitiously enough. Also, make sure you have milestones in terms of time to your goals. So if you're sending monthly goals, then have a weekly goal. What do you need to hit this week by the end of the week in order to be on track? Because you want to catch things before you fall behind. If by the end of your first week, you haven't completed the weekly goal to get you to the monthly goal, which basically is your monthly goal divided by four, whatever that result is, then you know you need to make up for lost time. You need to make sure before week two begins, you're on track or it's just going to get harder and harder as time goes on. My advice to anybody who's starting out and is setting goals for themselves is to make sure you set goals that are totally achievable at the start. The thing about goals is that you're going to be setting them month after month, year after year. So what I like to do is get some wins under your belt, get some goals that get achieved, gain some confidence and learn how it feels to accomplish a goal. So you can use that momentum and then start upping the ante a little bit more. So maybe if you feel like the goal is a little bit weak, that's okay. Get the win, accomplish the goal, and then next month, you know, raise the stakes a little bit more, make it a little bit more challenging. But a lot of us, we try to accomplish impossible goals when we haven't accomplished one goal yet. Get some wins under you. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Today's episode is supported by Microsoft Teams. Hey, $100 MBA listeners, no matter what type of business you're in, whether you're a new entrepreneur or a seasoned executive, we all know meetings, struggling to pay attention, searching for files that seem impossible to find. And if you're not in the room, you're not in the know. Welcome to the new way to work together, Microsoft Teams. From group projects to weekly all hands, Microsoft Teams will change the way you teamwork. You can contribute to meetings from anywhere chat with coworkers so you're never out of the loop and find all your files even edit them in real time in one convenient place getting better at business doesn't have to be hard when you have one place to create and make decisions as a team there's no limit to what you can achieve for my team a growing remote team it's really important to have a place where everybody can discuss and make decisions together so we can move forward together as a team this is why microsoft teams is so powerful whether you're hashing out a bug or even just sharing new ideas to improve the business, Microsoft Teams allows everybody on your team to freely communicate great ideas. When you're ready to unleash the power of your team, open Teams. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. That's Microsoft.com slash Teams. What I love about Pat's question today about you know, feeling like he never hits his goals and uh, maybe he's questioning if he's setting them too high is that he's hungry for improvement. He wants to push himself. He wants to get better. And that's a good thing, but that can be very exhausting if you don't reverse engineer your goals and your results based on data, based on facts. So I want to give you one more example If I want to get 40 new customers to sign up for my $1,000 plan this month, how am I going to do that? Well, I know that if I get 300 people to register for a webinar, about 120 people attend, maybe 150. But let's just be conservative. 120 people will attend that webinar. If I know from the past, I can convert 10% of my attendees into buyers, into customers. I know that I can get 12 customers every single time I do a webinar. So to hit my 40, I need to do at least four webinars. Now I'll be a little bit ahead, but it's better for me to do enough to hit the goal than to do just a little bit less. So I want to make sure I run through that finish line. So I know I have to do four webinars this month with 300 registrants and 120 attendees. And I got a at 10% for each webinar to hit my goal. These are real facts. These are real numbers. So I know along the way, when I'm I mean, before I even start my first webinar, before I even get on uh, the mic and on camera and do my presentation, I know if I'm going to be on track. I know. Do I have enough registrants? Do I have 300 registrants? Great. I do. I have more than that. Wonderful. Did I work on my email notifications uh, sequence so I can get people to attend? Yep, I did. And I got the 120. But what if I get the 120 and only seven people bought? Okay. I know now where I need to improve. hit my goal i know that i need to do better with my offer i need to do better with maybe the way i present my product and the value it offers maybe i need to do a better follow-up sequence so i can actually make some sales after the webinar as well i know where to focus on okay i need to continue to do the things i did to get those 300 registrants and attendees but now i got to really focus on improving this area see how when you break it down with actual numbers you can actually say yes i can hit this goal So in this case, my good number would be 30 new customers. My better number would be 35 and my best would be 40. Okay. So remember my best is like the, really the goal I want, but I need to kick it back a little bit so I can make sure I have a little bit of leeway for the unexpected as well as the fact that I want to get a win under my belt and I can know quickly after the first iteration in that month, if this is an easy goal, if I'm taking it too easy myself or I need to make it a little bit more, you know, ambitious. Thank you so much for listening to The 100 MBA Show. I hope this helped. Thanks, Pat, for asking that question on Q&A Wednesday. If you have a question you want to ask on the show, just email me over at omar at 100mba.net. I'll answer it right here on Q&A Wednesday around the show. If you love this podcast, hit subscribe right now. It's the best way to show your support. It also gives you access to over 1400 business lessons or archive episodes. It's absolutely free to hit subscribe. uh, And you can do it on any device on any platform, whether you're on Spotify or Stitcher Radio or Apple Podcasts or Overcast or on them all. Just hit that subscribe button right now. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I just spoke about webinars, and if you want to see how to run a webinar, just like I've been doing, I've run over 500 webinars, check out my live workshop. You can join me live online in my own webinar over at WebinarNinja.com slash workshop. You can sign up. It's absolutely free. You can learn a ton, and I guarantee it will be worth your time. At the very least, you'll learn what a professional webinar looks like. So you can do one for yourself. Also, when it comes to goals, if you don't have a strategy to get the goal, to get that result, to achieve the goal, then the goal is just a whim. It's just a wish. It's a dream. We don't do that as entrepreneurs. As entrepreneurs, we set things up that we know that we can win at, we can achieve. And the only way to know that is to reverse engineer the info, to reverse engineer the data, the numbers, and really see what we can achieve in what amount of time. Thank you so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.